This is Ahmad Garland, and welcome to the Balcony Tapes. Hey everyone, my name is Ahmad Garland, and welcome to today's episode. Today's episode is titled, The Void. My name is Maud Garland, and this is The Balcony Tapes. Today's episode is going to be kind of hard, um, because we're going to, before we even get into it, I just want to say that I'm not a clinical psychologist or, or LSW or, or any of those types of um, degreed uh, mental health workers or social workers, you know, shout out to those guys and gals, but I am not that. Uh, this entire ride you guys have been on with me, I have just been giving you guys my personal experience, giving you things that I've learned through really, really hard situations. And hopefully that it could resonate with some of you and maybe help you along your path, uh, in this roller coaster topsy turvy world we called life. Um, this next thing I'm going to be talking about. Uh, the void is is about going into be, be able to go in those negative spaces, those dark spaces, and be able to uh, be able to play there and be able to use it to to guide you to uh, I don't know to catharsis and to some good information, you know, or to be able to play in that space so you can be able to be real and be honest with yourself and then come back. Uh, but by no means do, am I telling anyone who's listening to this anywhere in the world to do this. I'm just going to give you examples of what I've done, what worked for me. Um, I, I just want to start that off right there because I, I know that not everyone is built the same and that some of the things I'll be talking about today are pretty dark and that it can take you down a pretty dark path. And I just don't want anyone to try to do this and go deep into this this darkness and then maybe not be able to come back out. Because um, I don't want that for anyone, not even a little bit. So with that being said, uh, I wish you all the best and I hope that you enjoy or learn maybe something from my experience in this. But um uh, this is not, again, not me saying, hey, go do this, because I'm not saying that at all. Uh, I'm saying this is what I'm doing, this is what I've done, and that uh, it worked for me and me alone. So thank you for that. What a quick disclaimer. And uh, let's get into it. One, the void, and I named it the void, right? Uh, that's what I like the, I like the, the sound of it. I wasn't trying to be like super fancy about it. I just kind of came up one day on the balcony talking to a good friend of mine. And um, the void is, is pain. The way I think about it is, and this is probably where I'm going with this, is you're standing on the cliff of the abyss and you see nothing but blackness, but the blackness is moving because it's almost like a dark stormy night where the clouds are that off gray bluish color and 
they're moving through the sky, but it's moving through all around you. And below, there is not like no portal, there's no light, there's nothing. It is just pure blackness. But the blackness doesn't feel like just no lights. It feels like emptiness. It feels like no form, no shape. It feels infinite more than space. It feels as if you were to fall in it, you could almost scatter your entire being, a being across an infinite amount of space and time and be able to see things from different points of view. And to me, that's what the void is. And I have had this thing with me for years, uh, created through an aggressive amount of trauma and different shapes and forms. And when I was in my mid to late twenties, going through some really, really tough, adverse things in my adulthood life, I uh, would sit on my balcony and look out and the whole world would close itself off to me. And I would just see this void and in the void, there was truth for me in it. I would feel the answers that I, I wanted to say out loud, the lies that I would tell myself the truth was in the void. So one day I decided to, to go there, you know, I decided to go there and see if what I was feeling was true. I had to open myself up into feeling the feelings that I was feeling. That's a lot of feelings. <laughs> I had to open myself up to the honest feelings. I had to open myself up to the truth. And I had to start speaking out loud what I was really thinking and really feeling. And even if it sounded morose or sounded not correct or sounded mean or sounded vicious or sounded, I don't know. It just sounded contradictory to the situation that I was in, but I had to be honest. I had to chip away at all the lies that I was telling. I had to chip away at all the lies that I've got so accustomed to telling myself. I had to chip away and find the core truth. And it took me multiple tries. Every time, think about climbing a reverse mountain. Every time I got to a plateau, I thought I got, I'm like, yes, got here. Nope, got to keep climbing because there's more stuff to do, more stuff to dig, more stuff to find. The climb was upside down and reverse up a mountain, but it was what I needed to do. So I opened myself up and I let myself fall. And I felt pain and I felt sadness. I felt joy. I felt confusion. I felt contradictory emotions that were juxtaposed across a plethora of life. But I, I went there. I went there because I thought that I needed to go there. And when I got there, when I was out there, physically crying, no one around me, but physically crying, knowing that I was responsible 
for certain things, that I was a victim to certain things, that I was a liar of certain things, that I was a truth teller of certain things. I had to accept that I was a monster based on certain things and that I also was a really good human being. And then as I was going through all these different types of titles and labels I was putting on myself, I started to realize a really true thing is that people are fucking complicated. Humans are complicated. I am complicated. I wanted to so bad put a label on what I thought my self image was and I couldn't do it. I am so many different things. Yes, you must be judged by the actions and the character of who you are 1000%. But, comma, pause for effect. You also are other stuff too. You know, you think of villains and stories. They do terrible fucking things. But they also can treat the people they love really well. And heroes will sacrifice a lot of very terrible things that happen to people they love. For the greater good. So it's very complicated that even though it's a simple way of looking at it, but it's a very complicated thing. So in the void, I was realizing all of these different things. And one of the things that I realized that was really, really, really hard. And that sat with me that latched on to me. Cause when I came back from the void, getting myself out of that, climbing myself back to the base camp per se, I, 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 those things would sit with me to the forefront of my mind. And that's good. You want that. You want things to sit to the forefront of your mind for change. Remember, change only happens when it's deliberate and conscious at all times. There's no JavaScript running in the back. It has to be purposeful. And the truth is what was sitting with me. Just being honest with myself, being truth. And that truth that I figured out and that I found out never left me to this day. But it allowed me to be able to start shifting things in my life. And now it's put me in a place where I am at a crossroads to choose who I want to be. I figured out that I can be whatever I want, whoever I want. There are no rules to my life. I only set the boundaries that I feel and it was freeing. I am not defined by the things that I do or the things that I've done. I'm not defined by the words that I have said. I'm defined by what I choose to allow to affect me and the people around me. If I've done terrible things and I have done terrible things does not make me a terrible person, but it makes me, responsible and culpable for the people that I've hurt. That's a hard fact. And that was hard to swallow. Cause I was like, well, I did terrible things. I'm a terrible person. And it's easy to hate yourself and feel monstrous. It's actually comforting. It's hard to live with an emotion or understand something where there's no label to it. Have you ever tried to, to do that? I ever tried to have something that you couldn't label how frustrating and scary that is. I kind of understand why we do it now as, as a people, we have to label it something. So you label it, you name it, you understand it. You can control it. Even if the labels 
terrifying. <laughs> you know, I learned that I can be equally empathetic and e equally selfish. I learned for me that I can be really have the capacity for really, really, really monstrous stuff, but also have the capacity to give the shirt off my back. And I can choose to what I want to be, but I can choose what I want to be and how I want to live my life and who I am based on the perceptions that I have of myself. You cannot let anyone define who you are. And I've let myself be defined by everyone around me in my environment for my entire fucking life. Because I didn't know how not to. I didn't know how to just be myself. I didn't know how to judge me and perceive me, but only through the eyes of the people around me. I didn't know how to do any of that. I didn't know how to walk through this world by my own beat of my own drum, by my own steps. I walked this world for so long through the rhythms and chimes of other people. And that's not the other person's fault either. That's my own doing, not knowing. That's where I found out I was a victim of certain things because of the things that have happened to me many years ago. In this void, as dark as I went and deep as I went, the coldness that I felt the despair that encompassed me like, like mud wrapping around your face, suffocating you. I was able to breathe. I was able to breathe because I was getting to the truth of who I was and being able to accept really, really, really tough things. So... Because of it, I was able to get out of it and come back. And now I'm here and I'm seeing things differently and I'm being able to start change certain things in my life. But I had to go to the void multiple times, multiple times to figure out everything. But I, but I use it as a tool, not as something that would consume me and drive me to do certain extreme things. But it was a tool that I used to really delve into the psyche of who I was. So I was able to answer questions that I was too afraid to ask out loud. There's a power in prophesizing, asking something out loud and answering it out loud. There's a power in, you say the truth in your head, that's one thing, but saying it out loud, even if there's no one to witness it, it is fucking heavy, man. And there's no going back. I'll tell you that when you say something, that's true. There just ain't no going back. Yeah, so that's what I've learned. <sighs> that's what I learned in Jesus Christ. It was, it was fucking insane. So that's my story. That's what I figured out. That's what this has all been building up to. This has all been building up to in the end. This one thing. Thanks for listening.